What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Next Level Confident. Today, we have Tam Salinas, which I'm so excited to have on the show today. Tam, how are you doing? I am so excited. I'm so nervous. This is my first podcast ever. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I can't believe this is your first one, because honestly, you're like such a powerhouse. It amazes me that you haven't been on like a million already, because you have so much knowledge and so much wisdom, and I'm super excited for all the listeners today, too hear everything you have to say. I love you. You're the best. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So intro of how we know each other. Um, Tam, go ahead. Take us away. Oh my goodness. This is so funny. Like I love how we know each other, Janelle. Like I feel like it's the best thing ever. So Janelle and I met, was it last year already in 2018? Yeah. So it was beginning of 2018. Janelle and I met at a live conference for personal trainers who wanted to implement and turn into online coaches. Right. Um, and we just like connected almost instantly. I remember you were sitting like a few rows in front of me and I was like the girl in the back who didn't want to talk to anybody, <laughs> but of course ends up talking to everybody. Cause I'm just like, I don't know. I can't not talk to people. Um, and yeah, so we ended up meeting at this event and I think the last day I sat right next to you or right this, like behind you or something. And we just, connected that way and we live so close to each other from San Diego I'm in Laguna and it just like made sense for us to be friends (laughs) yes yes it was so fun and like at the conference we're like dancing and like massaging each other's shoulders and just being so crazy and ridiculous and also like learning so much about who we are and growing so I think it's awesome that um that that's how we met and that's like the relationship that we've always had is like the kind that like talks about deep things asks deep questions and like yeah, it's just like at conferences for anyone listening, like if you're looking for people who like to grow, go to personal development conferences and make friends, even if they don't live in your exact city, like it's still, these relationships are so worth it because like when Tana and I get on the phone together, even if we haven't talked in a month or two, it's like, how are you? How's your business? Or like, how's your relationships? And we just dive deep really quickly, which I love. It's so amazing. And like you said, like live events have totally changed my life. And that is just one that I've been to of many where it's like, I've made such great friendships like yours. It's like, holy cow, I I end up leaving with friends that ultimately change my life forever. Mm. And that's so good. So good. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, Okay. So today we're going to talk about relationships, people. And um, I just love this because I have been alongside of Tam for her entire like relationship ups and downs type thing right now. Like you guys will know soon. It's all amazingness now. Um, <laughs> Basically but, my biggest shift. <laughs> your biggest shift. Yes. I love that. It's your biggest shift. So, okay. Tell us a little bit about um, the man that you're dating now. Um, what's his name? how did you guys meet? And what's your relationship like? So basically the man I'm dating now is the man that like I just dreamed about and honestly would pray for, for so long to even to a point to where I prayed my last relationship would be like the man that I'm with now. (laughs) So I prayed and I wanted somebody tall into fitness, but not like a crazy meathead or anything. I just really wanted a man who was efficient and worked hard and had an entrepreneurial mindset that was just super spontaneous and just into helping others, but also loved to go for a hike or go travel across the world like the next day if we wanted to, you know, loves the outdoors, loves the ocean, and of course is heavily tattooed. And so (laughs) this man is my boyfriend. His name's Tim. And I'm just like so deeply in love with this guy. And if I honestly, if I could explain our relationship, it's everything that I dreamed of my man to be. It was all the things that I just explained. You know, it's, we both have such this entrepreneur mindset. We both want to help others. And that's what has led to our success. And along this journey of being together, it's allowed us to travel and be spontaneous and enjoy 
you know, not working a nine to five and being able to do the things we love to do. Yeah, totally. I love that. And did you ever feel like when, when you had that long list, so you were like dating that other guy and you had that long list of like everything that you were looking for, did you ever feel like guilty, um, wanting everything that you wanted, wanted? Yes, of course. I felt like, oh my gosh, I, I mean, my past relationship, we were together for four years and I was with somebody who, I mean, he just, he, he helped me in so many, in many ways. Like he was there for when I lost my best friend in a car accident in 2015. He was there to help me pull myself out of that depression and, and be like, yo, like I was living in Texas in time. He's like, let's move to California. It's going to change your life. That was where he was from. And so I kind of had this, this like need to stay with him and make things work with him because he helped me through those traumatic times in my life and brought me to I mean, California has become my safe haven. You know, it's allowed me to be the entrepreneur I am who's so into health and fitness and helping people heal themselves through food and water. And like, I, I don't think I would have ever had that opportunity if it wasn't for him. And so a part of me was staying in my relationship because of that. And I felt like I owed him, you know? So not only did I have guilt for that, but I had guilt because I would pray for this man to change. I would pray that mm. this man would be somebody else, that he would he would finally commit to the things that he said that he would do. He would finally be there for my dreams to be my own boss and not have to listen to somebody else tell me what to do, you know, where it's like, where it's like some, somebody can say they, they have your support and I'm not saying he didn't support me, but he didn't act upon those supports. I don't mm. know if that makes sense. You know, it's like, he'd be like, yeah, for sure. I'll help you, Pam. We got this. No problem. And then when it came to, when I was like, I need you to show up for this, I need this to happen. Like, could you do this for me? There was zero execution. And that was so, so hard for me to just take, you know, I was like, it's, it's almost like abuse, like being with someone who says they're going to do a bunch of crap and mm. then just doesn't do it. Cause I'm a woman yeah. of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, you best believe it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So like his actions were speaking louder than his words. Like he was saying one thing, but then he was doing another. Yeah. It's almost the opposite. Like his words were super loud, but his actions were silent. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that like, I think those both go hand in hand, but I'm trying to figure out <laughs> like, because hmm. <laughs> his actions were speaking louder in the way that like, even though his words were loud, his actions yes. weren't showing up yes. really at all. So nailed it so, on the head. And you, so you're with him for four years. Um, yeah. And you were with him for a long time. And I remember, yeah, we would, we would obviously talk about this. And um, I still remember like praying for you outside of like that pokey place in the middle of the like freaking uh, parking lot, um, just that you would have clarity about figuring out like what your next steps were and, and how to move forward. Um, so what was kind of like, I guess, what was the changing point? Like what allowed you to kind of get clarity? So for anyone listening who's like in a relationship where it's maybe you know, they feel a bit like this of like, uh, I'm confused. I love him. I should stay with him, but things like, he's not really the, exactly what I always thought of, but how do I know? You know, there's all that confusion. What helped step you helped you step away from your confusion and have clarity around, um, walking away from the situation or from the relationship? Yeah. So, I mean, that's such a great question because clearly I was in a relationship for a long time for four years. And when you get to like our age, you know, mid late twenties, everybody around us is getting married, getting engaged um, <laughs> like you. <laughs> and so you just, you just want to, you just want to find that man, right. You want to find that man that you can commit to, you know, till death do us part. And that's, those words are so important to me. And like, I, I remember you praying over me when we were leaving pokey and like, it makes me emotional thinking about, and it makes, it gives me chills thinking about cause I, I remember so vividly you being like, I just pray so much that Tam and the significant other that I was with at the time has, has clarity. And, and I hope that you guide them, Lord, and help them figure out whether it's right or wrong. And that's the thing. It, it's okay for, for you to love somebody and it be wrong and it not work out, you know? And so, I mean, I'm sure many listeners on here do not have faith in God and that's okay too. You know, I pray that someday you do, but if you don't, it's all gravy, baby. But the biggest switch for me, the biggest mind shift, mind um, shift for me when it came to like knowing that this it's time for me to go is walking with God and him giving me literal signs that 
my ex was no longer who I was intended to be with because Mm. I was, I was just having such a connection with God and realizing that I want to wait until marriage to have sex and to um, just be born again with my man for life. And I was having signs of that to be true from going into my church and having a new pastor go on stage, who, somebody who I'm, I, I had never met before. She comes on stage and she talks about um, how she had this nightmare when she was dating this guy for four years and she woke up in sweats because of it. And basically the dream that she had just explained was a dream that I had had that night. So and crazy. Oh my gosh. I just got chills. It, it blew my mind because she literally explained my dream to a T and it was about being with somebody who she loved, but knew wasn't right. And she ends up getting pregnant in her dream, right? She ends up getting pregnant because they're living in sin. And she like wakes up in sweat, but thanking God that she's not pregnant, you know, and she <laughs> right, now, right then and there, right. she's like, holy cow, I'm doing things all wrong. I, I just need to start over. And so that morning I had woken up with my significant other telling him that I had just had that same exact dream. And him and I walk to church together. We're in that, (laughs) we're in that sermon together. And she's explaining all of this and having this dream. And I'm just bawling my eyes out because God is clearly in me. And Christ is talking to me in that time saying, yo, (laughs) this is your red flag. It's the biggest red flag I'm ever going to throw to you. You either listen (laughs) now or like you're screwed. (laughs) Yeah. Like how much more can I be? Like the signs have all been so clear, but this is the clearest sign of them all. Like, are you going to keep it for me? It was so clear to me that right then and there, I mean, me and my significant other at the time, we knew it it was done and that, and that was it, you know, and, and, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so often, like one thing I talk about with, with women and, and sometimes men as well. I mean, I just happen to talk to more women than men about relationships, but um, specifically about how a lot of times when you're trying to walk away from a relationship and like, I mean, especially in the dating phase, it's like, you aren't engaged. You aren't married. You're especially not married. Like even if you're engaged and you're having these thoughts, like it's not too late to break it off. Like you're, right. you're not even married yet. Like if you're not excited about marriage with that person, or if you're seeing red flags or you're feeling like weird, like things are happening that you don't feel at peace. Like you have this weird gut feeling. And even if you can't put words to it, even if you can't like explain the weird gut feeling, like you're like, something feels wrong. I don't know why, but something feels off don't ignore that gut feeling. Don't ignore that weird prompting and stirring inside of you that something needs to change. Because even if you've been with them for four years, six years, 10 years, like it, you know, it's, it might be time to walk away. It might be time to listen to that, that stirring inside of you. And, um, you know, sometimes you get really clear signs like Tam, you got so lucky with having that clear of a sign of like literally having a dream, telling your significant other that you had that dream, walking to church together, having a pastor get up on stage and tell your exact dream and exact like life story in front of everyone. And I can just only imagine how your, your ex at that time must've felt, um, sitting there listening and being like, holy cow, like this is really weird. Like, you know, he thought it was weird too. Um, but all this is like, there's never going to be the right time to walk away from a relationship that you've been in for a long time. And also like, uh, let's see, what was the main point I was trying to get at? Yes. The main point I was trying to get at is that you don't have to make it about right or wrong. Like it doesn't have to be like, he's horrible and I'm great. Or like, I'm horrible and he's great. Like you don't need to place blame on either party. My favorite thing to say to women who are in these types of relationships that it's very clear looking from the outside in that it's not a good relationship is that it looks like two puzzle pieces when you're trying to create a puzzle and you're trying to, you know, like when you're a little kid, you don't really understand puzzles that well. You take these two pieces and you're like shoving them together as hard as you can. And they like will not fit together because they weren't meant to fit together. That's what some relationships are like. And people are trying so hard to fit two puzzle pieces together that shouldn't fit together. And it doesn't mean that one puzzle piece is wrong and one puzzle piece is right. Right. By any means, they are both necessary to complete a beautiful picture, but it just means there's a different placement. And so sometimes that is a really good picture for women to think about when they're like, should I walk away? It doesn't mean you're a horrible human being for walking away. It doesn't mean he has to be some sort of jerk for you to walk away. Like it could just simply be two people who weren't meant to be together. You love them. They're a great person. 
but you weren't meant for a long-term relationship. So walk away so you can find your puzzle piece. So you can find a person that you fit really well with and that things feel peaceful. Like your gut feels good about moving forward instead of your gut feeling like something's wrong, you know? Oh, totally. And like what, what resonated so much with what you said about, you know, people being unhappy and like staying in their relationship anyways. One day I opened my Bible when I was with my ex and I read Proverbs 22, three, and it's one of my favorite quotes. Now it says a fool sees danger and proceeds anyway. And like, Mm. to me, I was like, holy cow, you know, like for so many, I mean, for so many people we're like, we have this excitement and hope and stuff. And it, it kind of like, it's delusional and despairs us like when we get into that dangerous space, you know? And so Mm. it, it allows us to like heed from these red flags or warning signs. Right. Cause I mean, danger is going to be everywhere. We're going to see it all the time, but yet we go and do things no matter what, you know, because we're like, screw it. We're already comfortable. We're already in it. Like, let's just stay. But just reading that quote, like I, I use that outside of my relationship too. Like I use that in everything now. I'm like, anytime I see danger, I'm not going to proceed anyway. I don't want to be that fool. I want to like own up to those dangers. And I just want to be a better person every single day. So if that means me having to break up a relationship that I was in for four years, if that means me having to break up with a friend that I had for 25 years, whatever, like I'm, I'm not going to proceed because I just want to live in abundance and live in my best life ever. Yeah. And in happiness. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I love it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so good. So let's give us one more example or maybe a couple more examples of like, you're saying, okay, relationship danger. That's like one, you know, one area you could apply that verse. Um, and like we said before, like whether you're a person of faith or not, like these are just values that can definitely apply to you anyway. Um, so you're saying friendships, what are some other areas of danger that a person could like maybe avoid, I don't know, within I regards mean, of that verse. A huge one that I see, I mean, and I'm sure you see too, is unhealthy eating patterns. Mm. There's danger in certain food and water that we put into our bodies and in anything we put into our bodies, on anything we put on our body, right? I'm so into like the holistic approach. I don't even like, I'm a super freak. I don't even use hairspray. I'm not going to spray anything into my environment. I Because mm. I know I've seen proof that it's crap and it's, you know, eliminating a lot of carbon dioxide into our air, which we need to survive. So it's like, Mm. when when you learn things, and you know, something to be true, stick to that, right? Don't see, don't see something dangerous. And then just go that path, because everyone else is doing it, like everyone else posting a a booty pic on Instagram, or, Mm. you know, having to wear a corset to have a small waist or lip inject injections and Botox, like, there's and I'm not saying anything against those things. If that's something that makes you feel good, fine. But know that there are dangers in all of those things. And you know that <laughs> there is scientific proof behind all of them. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's the point in proceeding in that, you know, and that's, I don't know, that's just like, the, the biggest thing for me, besides relationship, when it comes to that Proverbs is, you know, our health and our well being. Yeah, that's so good. And I think that kind of the basic idea of what you're saying is like, if something convicts you, like for you, the hairspray thing, like I personally, I do use hairspray. Like I've, I personally have not been convicted of like not using hairspray. Um, and that doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't make me right or you wrong, but like I might be convicted about something totally different. Like one of my biggest convictions is helping homeless people because I really believe that people who don't have a home, like they need help with their mindset to find a home. Right. So that's something I'm really convicted about making a change in is helping homeless people find homes and change their mindset. So like, I think the basic gist of, of all of this is like, figure out what you're convicted about and really stick to it. Even if it is different from what everyone else is doing, even if it is like, um, not the popular opinion or the popular way of doing things, find things that convict you and follow them and pursue them and make them like your truth, like your thing that you stand for no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. Cause like, like you said, nobody's, nobody needs to be felt like they're right or they're wrong. Like I would never be like, Oh, Janelle, I can't believe you use hairspray, but <laughs> you know, like you. I love you. you and I, and I love your hair. Like it always looks so good. So like <laughs> I'm saying, do you, you know, where it's like, like for me, I'm, I'm automatically the crazy 
plant-based eater, the crazy fitness girl, the crazy hydration, honey, whatever. I get it all, you know? So it's like, it's just, it's just, it goes back to another quote. It's like, you don't know what you don't know. So like, if you don't know anything about the harms of hairspray, you don't know. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't know anything about homeless people and that it could just be their mindset of as a huge reason why they're there. You don't know. Whereas a lot of people are like, Oh, homeless people are homeless because they want to be and because they choose to be. And that's on them. Right. But they don't know the truth behind any of those things unless mm. we actually go out and find it. Right. Yeah. So having like that curiosity and figuring like finding out what, what matters to you. I think that's part of like that self-discovery process of being like, who am I? What matters to me? What, what change do I want to see in the world? Cause every person has some sort of passion and some sort of change they want to see in the world. And luckily if we all act upon our passion and we all act on our, the change we want to see in the world, like we would all make those changes necessary, right? Cause we'd all be passionate about different things. So the world would change in its entirety. Um, exactly. And this all kind of like revolves back into relationships because it's like when we can, when we can figure out, you know, the process we want to be and the route we want to go, we end up becoming into our best self and being exactly who God or whoever, whatever energy or whatever power you believe in to have created you. Once you can be that best version of yourself, oh my gosh, your soulmate is going to fall on your lap and you're just going to kiss him and her all over and just be so thankful every single day. Not only because you have this amazing person, but you're also, you're an amazing person and you guys just get to be amazing together. It's so fun. Yes, I agree. And like, I love what you just said just now of like, it's not only about them being an amazing person, it's about you being an amazing person. And I always say this, I actually just got off a call with a client right before this, talking with her about becoming whole on her own. You don't need another person to make you whole. When two half people come together looking for fulfillment in the other person, you're leading to an unhealthy relationship because you're both needing each other to feel complete. So the best and healthiest relationship and the best advice I can give is be whole by yourself. Know yourself. That, that does totally tie into what we were just talking about. Know who you are. Know what your passions are. Know what you love. Know what you were created for. Discover yourself. And then once you feel whole, then that's the best time to meet and attract the right kind of person who's also whole and who also knows themselves and also loves themselves. And you guys can co-create something awesome together because you guys are in line with the same vision. That's huge is having two people who believe the same values, who have the same goals for their future. So you guys can come together and run together as opposed to feeling like you're at war with each other. Are you ready for change, but not sure which direction to go or how to get there? I feel you. I've been there before. Whether you're trying to change your body, your career, or your relationships, it all starts with believing that you are worthy and your life has a purpose worth pursuing. So if you want support in up-leveling your mindset and taking action on your life, I would love to support you. Apply for my one-on-one coaching program by clicking the link on my Instagram bio or going to my website at janellelanae.com. I cannot wait to talk to you. Um, exactly. So that being said, um, what are some early indicators when you're like entering a relationship of how you would know if you could trust the person or if you guys are a good match for each other? Um, like for you, I guess what we should get to, <laughs> that being said, is like, <laughs> what happened with your breakup and then how Tim entered and how, yeah. And then how you were able to know so quickly that Tim was the right person for you, as opposed to, um, feeling like it's, you know, being unsure, like stepping back into an uncertain relationship. Yeah. So basically everything we've talked about from, you know, having that awakening at church and then being single and finding myself and just being the best freaking Tam I know how to be. And that's, you know, for myself, for my friends, for my family, for my business, my business partners, for me, just showing up powerfully for them every day. And for myself every day, that was phase one out of my relationship. Mm. And I always tell people, I'm like, do not worry about like not having someone there for you. Like when you are getting out of a relationship, like just be there for yourself Mm. and for those who love you. And then all the good stuff's going to happen into play after that. But it's funny because um, for for Tim and I, like, 
we just, we met on Instagram. Like we just be, were friends for, a, I want to say like a year or so on Instagram. And um, he's a professional skimboarder. So I would always see him like doing these really cool, like walks around Laguna beach, which is where he's, you know, born and raised and stuff. And I just remember feeling like, okay, I'm at my best self right now. Like I'm just going to DM this guy, see what he's up to. Cause he was always just Instagramming these really beautiful you know, places that he was going for walks and watching. <laughs> I love it. And I stuff. love it. You're like, you put yourself out there for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm right, like, sending the message. I'm going to slide in these DMs real quick. Let <laughs> me <laughs> just slide on in, skirt. <laughs> exactly. It goes down in the DM. It goes down. Um, so yeah, I just like DM'd him and I'm like, where is this? I want to like, I want to go here. And he goes, oh, well, I'm going to, I'll take you tomorrow. You want to come? Like, let's just go check it out together. And we had actually, I mean, we had met in person prior to, so I, I didn't just like DM him and be like, Hey, let's like hang out right now. Like I, I host like beach meetup workouts and he came to one of my beach meetups with a bunch of his friends and just thought that that was super sweet. And he brought me vegan protein, which was like, okay, he's actually, he actually like pays attention to my Instagram and knows that I'm plant-based. This is huge. Um, but we were just friends, you know, I wasn't like, Oh my God, this is a man of my dreams. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. just, was kind of whatever I wasn't in that state of mind yet you know and then a few months passed well, surely you had like noticed him like you obviously know of course Janelle bit, right? okay of course. well I just don't want necessarily listeners to get confused <laughs> about it You're right so okay don't get confused yeah you, you were friends and like it wasn't really a thing but of course you noticed that he was like really cute him. and obviously yes. if he's like coming to your meetups and like bringing you protein powder like there was probably a slight interest on his side as well Yes, I'm definitely sure of that. <laughs> at this point, like, at this okay. point, we can confirm. And literally, at this point, I'm so like proud of the woman that I am. I'm like, who wouldn't be interested in me? Right? Point. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. <laughs> when you're so confident, you're like, yeah, I'm worthy. I'm awesome. Like, I'm sure lots of guys would like to date me. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, exactly that. But. But going back to like the trust and like how, how did I know I could, I could trust him and give him my heart so quickly. And it was because he had just open arms for it. You know, like we would, we started going on these walks, like after DMing him and him being like, yeah, come, let's go for a walk. We literally would do that. Maybe like once a week, we would just go for a walk mm. and like it would, it would end up being like three, four miles. And we would start maybe like around like, I don't know, four and walk until sunset and it's just like it's just crazy because we would just talk about everything from past relationships to you know any anything we had gone through in life pretty much and what our dreams were and, and all this stuff and it just so easily flowed and it definitely helps that we're in Laguna Beach and it's beautiful <laughs> all <laughs> the over the ocean there, and the sunset yeah I mean, come on come on baby um but yeah just knowing that like I could open up so much to this guy who wasn't he wasn't trying to like hold my hand or I didn't ever catch him looking down my shirt <laughs> like he was he Very was just respectful. whole yes he was respectful and wholeheartedly invested into everything that I was saying you know mm. and I even straight up was saying that like I wasn't ready to date anybody or anything at that time you know I was still newly single and I just just really enjoyed our walks and our talks, you know, but he still like kept being like, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. And then eventually he was and like, you guys like, and you guys weren't like kissing on these walks or like, no, like no, 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 nothing. Not even zero, okay. zero, okay. zero touch. Girls whatsoever. gotta ask. Girls gotta girls, ask. I know, you know. Cause so girl, often know. girls are like, we're just friends. And I'm like, but are you guys making out? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, you're not well, just, so friends. you're not just friends. Like, come on, no. tell the whole truth. No. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, it, even if you want that to happen, I mean, you're still just friends if you haven't crossed that line yet, but it was just, it was just so fun getting to know him like that first, where it's like in the past, I didn't do that. Like my past isn't perfect. You know, I always would kind of just do things for intimacy or just for sex. I was like, I just want to get laid. So I'm going to connect with this guy. And mm. that was very empty to me and very dark to me. And ultimately I couldn't trust these people. And I'm not saying like, don't have sex with your partner. I'm just saying like, wait and give them like, and they will give you so much more trust. And when you give them their heart, that, that is so much more beautiful than anything else you can give them. Yeah. Definitely. I love that you're being so open about talking about sex. I think so often um, 
people are afraid to talk about it or even talking about waiting, you know, like not having conversations about like, I think a lot of times people just kind of avoid it. Or if it's talked about, it's just kind of like in a dirty way of just like, you know, did you get late or did you not or whatever, like that kind of thing where it's very much like, it's not really about the love there or about um, the depth. And it's more just about like instant gratification. Yes. And it's so funny because all the time, I mean, especially when Tim and I first started hanging out, like I said, we were just friends going for walks. Even as just friends going uh, going on walks, we booked a trip together to Tulum, Mexico, somewhere <laughs> so beautiful. And we hadn't kissed at this time or anything. We booked this trip together and we were just going as friends, you know, because he loves to travel and I hadn't rewarded myself in a vacation trip in years and years and years. So finally he was like, let's just go do this together, you know? And I was like, why not? I don't really know you, but I hear Tulum's beautiful. Let's go have this. It's going to be so fun. And I mean, of course we booked it like three months in advance. So it gave us a lot of time to get to know each other and stuff. But it, I was very clear to him. I'm like, I am not going to sleep with you. I do not. Mm. I am waiting um, to have sex with my marriage. And I know I haven't in the past. And yesterday does not matter. The only day that matters is today and who I am today and who I choose to be tomorrow and the next day. And he respected that so much and values that so much. And like now months later after that, it's like, we still are waiting until sex. And now it's not, it's not just something I want to do. It's something that he totally wants to do. Cause in my Aww. moments of weakness, I need him to be strong. And he will literally be like, our code word banana. He's like banana, banana. You need you need to chill, Pam. Banana. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Wait, we so, love so Tulum was a a month ago. Is that you said? Tulum was in April. Okay, so yeah, that was a while ago. I thought you said something about one month later. So I was just trying to figure out. A few months ago, yeah. Okay. Ago. So you guys are still waiting. Yes, we are still cool. waiting for that. Awesome. And you know, we get the most. Like you said, you know, it's like friends will be like, "So how was it? How like what's the sex like?" And that's so barbaric to me now that mm. people want to know that and friends want to know that. And I'm like, yo, I get it. You're my homie. You want to know that I'm being pleased, whatever. <laughs> I'm being pleased in so many other ways. And it's yeah. like, why don't you ask me the question about that and not about mm. my sex life? Because to be honest, it's none of your freaking business. I don't care if you're my brother, my sister, my mom, my bestest friend in the whole world that is none of your business. That's mm -hmm. mine and my partner's business. And I think it gets thrown around like crazy in this generation. And like, it's truly, truly sad that it's like, that sex has to be this almost like idolized thing. Like we just, mm -hmm. we just have to have sex. We have to watch porn. We have to look the sexiest. And I don't know. It's like, it's like, yeah, I get it. It, it feels good to have sex and it, and it, it feels good to look sexy. And I love dressing sexy sometimes, but it's not who I am. I am not mm. how I dress. I am not having like who I am, who, who I am when I'm having sex or I don't know if this is making sense when I'm trying to say it's like, I'm so much more than any of that going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's so amazing for me to hear you say this. Cause like, obviously I know you really well. Everyone who's listening does not know you at all, or maybe a tiny bit, but <laughs> like, I just, I think this is like so cool. And I just want to share this really quickly. Like a year and a half ago, I was dating someone else and it was like an on and off relationship that didn't last too terribly long. It wasn't ever very serious, but I remember that Tam came and hung out with me and this, this ex of mine and then a couple other people. And basically after after that, Tam and I left and we were walking in the car and I remember you asked me something like, like something about sex. And I, I um, was basically like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to have sex till I'm married. And you were like, wait, you guys aren't having sex? And I was like, uh, no. And at that time, which this is why it's so cool for me to hear you talk the way you're talking right now, because a year and a half ago, you were mind blown at the idea of waiting to have sex till you're married. And you were like, what? I could never do that. That's what you exactly said to me, Tam. How cool is that? You said, I could never do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I know. I was, you know, and, and anyone who's listening, once again, like, this is totally us not trying to impose our beliefs or our faith upon anyone. This is so just for you to, like, listen and hear what it's, what some people's beliefs are. But, like, I believe so strongly um, just based on what I believe in waiting to have sex till marriage that that's what I've held firm to. Um, and so 
I just remember you being mind blown and I was like, no worries. Like, it's not a big deal. If like, like no judgment on you, you can still talk about sex. You can still like, I'm, it's not a big deal. Like, don't make me feel weird about the fact that I just told you that I'm not having sex. Um, and, and now it's like this 180 for you of like a year and a half later, here you are, you've broken up with that guy. You know, you, you've like the old guy that you were with. I also did obviously like right after, I think it was like a, literally a couple of weeks after we had this conversation, yeah. it was super quick after. And then since then we've both like in committing to our faith and committing into, um, creating really like everything we are made to be like, like living within our purpose. And because we've done all that, like, I think God has really blessed us with bringing us men who are this high quality caliber man, the type of man who's willing to wait as well. And that is like, so cool to be with someone who respects you and loves you so much. And, and it's not even just, you know, for me, it's not even just me being like, Frankie, we have to do this. He's like, he's on board too. Just like you said, when you're exactly. weak, he's strong. When he's weak, you're strong. Like it's a teamwork effort. Like it's really hard if one person wants to wait to have sex and the other person does not want to wait to have sex. It, 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 I mean, I've been in relationships like that. It doesn't work. Like one person no. gets very frustrated. The other person feels guilty for not wanting to do it, but then they try to give like little pieces of sexual gratification without giving away their you know entire virginity or whatever. And there's just this tension all the time of like, sexual tension when one person really wants it and one person is like not trying to give it, but also feeling bad that they're not giving it. And so it's so important to be with someone who's like-minded in, in numerous ways, but especially since right now we're talking about sex, since we got to the topic, which I wasn't planning on covering today. I'm so happy we're here. Yes. Let's just name this one sex. Literally sex. Sex till marriage or sex right sex. now. Sex till marriage or sex right now. Why two or why not two? Right. Well, and it's so funny that you're saying all this too, Janelle, because it's like, well, okay, for one, this is kind of off topic, but I just realized we've, I think we've known each other for almost three years now. Because the live event, I think, was in 2017. Oh. Anyway, so our, so our intro's off. We've known each other for a lot longer than that, than, than one year. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, because, like, we met one year. Yeah, okay, true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My bad. Um, but but um, it's so true, like, one versus the other, you know, it doesn't work. You have to both be all in. You have to, it has to be a team, you know, and that's why Tim and I were team Tim Tam, you know, which team we're, Tim we're Tam. so cheesy. Yeah, we're team Tim Tam. So we're so cheesy. But it, with, with my ex, it was, you know, when I had this awakening and knew that I needed to wait until marriage, he was not in. He was like, Tam, I do not know how to love you without having sex with you. Mm -hmm. And that broke my heart. That broke my heart because I started to believe from the faith that I was gaining that he who sins sexually sins against his own body. And that was huge to me because I, my body and I have been through hell and high water. I have been through the lowest points with my body and I have done the worst things to my body that I was at a point in my life to where I'm ready for my body to be its best self. And I am still investing in my body and figuring out ways for it to be the healthiest, the happiest that it can be from, you know, mind, body, soul connection. So when I even read that in Corinthians, it's like, I, I knew that I needed to do whatever it was to just be in fulfillment with my body. And like, one of the best things that you, that you told me whenever we were, you know, whenever I was so confused on this whole sex until marriage, and I never forget, it. I tell it to all my friends all the time. I'm always like, I'm always like, the devil wants you to have as much sex before marriage, so you don't have any sex when you're married. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a sexual girl. I do not want that. I want to have all the sex when I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> so when you told me that, I was like, yes, I'm gonna wait. It is worth it. And it's so true. Like God has blessed me in so many flipping ways, like not only in my relationship, but just in, in life and business and everything, everything, my health, like has been so, so, so on fire because of the commitments that I've made to myself and to my Lord and savior. And it's just been the craziest, most amazing journey ever. And a lot of it, I have to give thanks and praise to you. Oh, damn. That makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. It honestly, like, I wish like people who are listening just don't even get it of like 
remember when we were on the phone recently and I was like, who even are you? Like, that's still <laughs> how I feel. Like, who even are you? Like, the growth that I have seen in you since I met you, like, you are not even the same person hardly. Like, you were always, you were always like, of course, beautiful and fun and, and had a, a sunshine that just beamed around you. But man, the way you've just like uplifted your life in so many areas, I'm, I'm actually floored. Like, I don't even have words to say of like, wow, like, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. So, so grateful for our friendship. Um, mm, so I love you. That warms my heart. Makes me feel so Everyone good. listening, we're having a girl crush moment. Just give us a moment. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> yes. I love you. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Well, let's get back on track for relationship stuff for people who are listening, who are like, all right, I'm trying to get to the relationship stuff. And who knows, maybe they're like, I'm not holy. I'm not really on track for that whole no sex thing. Um, <laughs> all good. I wasn't either. If you would have known me last year. <laughs> yeah, true. Last year when we talked, you weren't, you were like, Janelle, you crazy girl. <laughs> totally. And now people are listening are like, you girls are crazy. And then like, maybe, maybe they'll hey, catch fire inside of their heart. <laughs> I, I pray for that. I hope if even just one person listening to this is like, you know what? Yes, I want to do this. I just want to like wait until marriage I will be so happy that is so <laughs> let true. us know if you are like literally screenshot this and like tag us and be like I'm all in I am waiting until marriage because God is guiding me like just yes yes seriously yeah tag it on Instagram or Facebook or even just DM us if you don't want the whole world to know if it's just like a little secret that you are putting inside your heart and tucking away for forever and ever like mm. well not forever and ever until you meet <laughs> um yes let us know. That would be so cool. I would be pumped to hear that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So um, what question do I want to ask you next? I guess maybe I would just ask you advice. Like what advice would you give single women who are wanting to find their man right now? Oh, that's such a good question. I feel like, I feel like it just ties into everything we've been talking about, you know, like really, really just being the best version version of you because <laughs> you're all you got. You are all you got at the end of the day. And even if you are in a relationship right now, you need to live for you and not your person. You know, your person needs to live for them and not for you. Does that mean they love you any less? No, they still love you so much and they have so much love for you. But if you're not the healthiest, the most on track with, you know, your mental stability, your mental state, how can you show up for anybody else? Or how can you allow anybody else to come into your heart and into your life? You truly, truly, truly have to be the best version of yourself to just, I don't know, just feel that abundance of love and to let those relationships come in. Even if you just want a friend, like just work on you. And a few tools that I do every day are, I mean, I, I read from um, my daily reading on my Holy Bible app. I do that every single day. And that just is the first time, the first thing I do to ever start my day. Um, so like, I, can I interrupt you really fast? Cause I want this yeah, to be yeah, practical yeah. for people. Um, if someone were to be like maybe exploring faith or just even like, maybe they aren't sure what they think about faith stuff, but if they were to download the Holy Bible app, what, what's an idea of like something they would read? Cause I feel like no one would know, like, where do I even start like on that app? Yeah. So the app is really cool. It has like, um, all different kinds of plans that you can join. Um, I do the one year Bible. Um, it's, that's literally what it's called the one year Bible. And I can even share you the link Janelle and maybe we can add it into the notes into this or something. Yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one thing that I start with because there are so many different plans there, even just finding a plan that is daily because there are a lot of plans in that app that are just for two days or five days or seven days. Um, that's really, really great. There's also a book if you're more of like, I prefer something that I can touch. Um, the Jesus Calling book is really, really awesome by Sarah yeah. Young. It's, mm -hmm. it's just a daily devotion. Like every single day, you know, you flip the page and you have something new that you can read. And every day something really resonates with me. It doesn't matter yeah. what day it is. It's like it, it all cohesively connects into my life and into fulfilling me where I'm at. So if, yeah. if you are a believer, those two tools have really, really helped me a or lot. Even if you're not, like, even if you don't believe and you're like super just like curious, like you can read this yes. without like making any decisions about what your faith is, you know, like there's absolutely no pressure. It's sometimes for some people, it might even be simply just like learning tools for, for fear and anxiety. Like that's one of the Bible app 
um, plans I did recently with Frankie, actually, we were reading through fear and anxiety for like times where we feel anxious about things and there's Bible verses and then there's like encouraging, um, like a little message you read and it's like five, 10 minutes to start your day off to get your head in the right place. So it's, it's not like, I guess it's not a big deal. You know, you just, you can get into it and get something good out of it, whether you currently believe in faith or whether you don't believe at all, it's still something that could really encourage you. Exactly. I love that. And that's just, and that's just one tool I do to start my day. Like I always, the second thing I always do is I write down my gratitude. You know, I, I write down three things I'm grateful for and why, and I really go into depth in those. Like I, w- I would say, I am so extremely grateful for my girlfriend, Janelle, because she has just filled me with so much love. She's always has my back. She always supports me, but at the same time, she'll tell me when I need a little Mac in the face or kick in the butt with my business. Like it's so hard to find friendships like that. And so I'm so grateful for it. And it even can be something, you know, like, like water. I'm so grateful for water because there's so many people around this world that are suffering from, you know, drink, have forcing themselves to have to drink toxic water. Like it's it's something small to somebody, but it's huge for us, you know, and we take those things for granted or are having a roof over our shoulders, you know, I'm so blessed to have this home, you know, and having those gratitudes are really, really important. But the biggest tool that I've um, just recently taken on is just kind of a self-love thing that I I actually just got from a live conference that I went this past weekend and I just started. Um, It's basically a two minute practice where you go in front of your mirror and you look at yourself in your eyes, just looking into your own eyes for one whole minute, not saying a word, just looking into your eyes, not looking at your gray hair or your wrinkles or if you feel if you're feeling a little fluffy none of that stuff you're just looking Mm. into your eyes for one minute and then for one minute after that you just tell yourself I love you 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 like and fully feel it (laughs) and the first time I did this I cried wow I was like weeping when I did it because I had never just looked at myself in the freaking face for two whole minutes before let alone for one of those minutes, just told myself that I love myself, you know, mm. and it, it's such like a fulfilling feeling because I can sit here and be like, oh, I'm the most confident person ever. I've, I've got the best partner in the world that I know I'm going to like marry and have the best life ever together. But it's another thing to like really, really, really value yourself and really, really love yourself. And to do that every single morning, it's just game changer. And I've Dang. done that every single day this week and it's third or it's Wednesday and I just feel so good. And I can't wait to do it tomorrow and, I, and the next day and the day after that, you know? I love that. I'll have to try. I have never done that. So I will definitely, like, I was just looking over myself in the mirror, like, at my eyeballs, like, okay, a whole minute. I'm going to do it right after we get off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. Let me know what you think and how you feel. I love that. Okay, so that's some really good practical advice. So number one, the Bible app. Number two, journaling three things you're grateful for in detail. Sorry, I think I said my numbers are off. Number one, number two, number three, looking in the mirror and, um, telling yourself you love yourself for a whole minute. And in one minute of staring at yourself in the mirror right before that. Um, so what else, what are, what are a couple other tools? What are like two more really practical tools that you can give women to, or, or any men that are listening as well, tools to help them love themselves more and see their worth more and begin to attract the right kind of person into their life. I believe in just activity. I'm like the motive is to move and your actions every day matter, you know? So I believe having a goal for every single day, um, fitness is a huge part of my life. It has transformed my life completely. And every single day in my calendar, there is an hour of some sort of movement, seven days a week. And that doesn't mean oh, let's do some heavy, crazy Ollie lifts for an entire hour every single day. Like, no fool. I'm not saying that. I'm saying (laughs) you need an hour of moving the body. So going for a walk, right? That's an hour of just like getting some motion in an hour of stretching. That's moving your body. Something that I totally suck at and need to get a lot better at because I tweaked my neck really bad, like a month ago. And like, yeah, I just need to stretch more and move my body more. And Um, that's something that has been like really, really huge for me when it, when it comes to just creating a fulfillment in your life. Um, so that'd be the fourth thing. And then the last thing, um, it's, this one has been pretty big for me too. It's 
it's learning something new or investing in something new at least once a year. So this is something that we kind of put into like, you get more time in it, right? Everything else is pretty much a daily practice. Whereas this is like, okay, in this year, I'm going to set aside five to 10 grand to invest in whether it's my health, whether it's my business, whether it's a vacation that I want to take by myself for myself or with a significant other, or I want to, you know, put this money into getting myself a new car or putting a down payment on a house, whatever. Those are all very, very, very fulfilling things. So if we can just have like a focus on one year, something that we're going to put a significant amount of energy and love and money towards, I fully believe that where energy goes, money flows, you know? So whatever that investment might be, it's going to come back a tenfold. And a lot of times people are like, think that I'm crazy because I spend, you know, five grand on going to a chiropractor or five grand on, you know, the best devices for, for my health and my well-being. People think I'm crazy for doing these things, but I'm like, this has brought my body to its optimal state, you know, or my mental state, optimal state. When I've, when I've spent a lot of money on traveling or whatever it may be, it's like, that's where I feel super, super happy, you know? And so I totally think that being able to save money and do things the right way and knowing your credit score and knowing how to be financially secure. And if you don't, that's okay. Like just learn, like learn a little bit every single day, then you're going to find fulfillment and you're going to be attracting the right people along the way. I love that. Dang. Those are good five tips right there. Love it. <laughs> Preach. Come on. I'm on fire. <laughs> I just am go. excited to go look at myself in the mirror for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You just can't wait. <laughs> oh my God. So good. Okay, cool. So our last little piece here will just be what advice do you have for women who are currently in a relationship where it's not really moving forward or it's not going anywhere, whether that's because they have a weird gut feeling or because their significant other is like not really taking initiative to the next step, be that, um, you know, getting engaged or, um, that's probably usually what the next step would be, but maybe some people are in a relationship where they're not willing to call it like boyfriend and girlfriend, but they really want to be called boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, what advice would you give a woman who's in those positions? You know, if you just feel uncertain or you don't feel like the relationship you're in is right, it's time to let go. And just knowing that no relationship is ever, ever a hundred percent, Right you have to be willing to be that 50% and your partner has to be willing to be that 50%. And I mean, like we've said about, you know, intimacy, it's like one day some person needs to be stronger than the other, you know, it's, it's the same on a day to day. Some days um, I need you and some days you need me, but at the end of the day, it's like, I got you. And if you can't feel that, like if you can't wake up next to your partner or if you guys don't live together, if you can't just be with your partner and know that like I got you and you got me and we are just like a twin flame growing together, then it's time to let go because there is, there is going to be somebody, something better for you on the other side. And I'm not always saying that the grass is greener on the other side. I really don't like that line because people can keep, people can sit here and be like in this relationship that they're just not willing to put in the conscious effort into making it bigger, better, and greater, which sometimes that's all you need. You just need to focus on, you know, being a better version of yourself and hopefully your partner's willing to do that too. But I mean, like you said, if, if, you know, they're, they, they know they're not there yet and they know their partner isn't there just to let go. And it's okay to let go and just be there for yourself because we only have right now, we only have today and tomorrow is not guaranteed. And that is for sure. So make yeah. sure that you're living in your fullest being, in your just, ah, just loving your life every single day, right then and there. And you will be so, so, so fulfilled. Yeah, so good. I love what you said there about like, if you're in a relationship and things aren't going well, I think usually the first step is like one, become the right person. Like don't just leave immediately if you're unsure of if where it could go or else you're going to end up going back to that same person again and again and again. So, you know, first and foremost, it's like become the right person, be the person that you always like wanted to be and see what happens to the other person. Maybe they'll grow also and then your relationship will get stronger and things will change. 
or maybe it won't. And if it doesn't, then you'll know that you did everything in your power. You want to make sure that you had the conversation with them. You communicate with them what you need to see change. If you communicate and nothing changes and another changes that you are desiring in the relationship change, and you gave it a fair chance and you gave it everything you had, you're going to walk away knowing I did everything I could. There's going to be no guilt or there's not going to be any, what if you gave a hundred percent and then you walked away, you know, if, if it doesn't work out and you won't feel regret about walking away because you'll feel peace about your decision because you did everything you could. Now, if you don't communicate what needs to change, if you don't, you know, let them know like, Hey, here's what's happening. And then you just like break up with them randomly one day. You don't even give them the chance. The problem is, is that then what's going to happen is you're going to probably end up coming back to them later on because you're going to be like, well, maybe that wasn't the right decision. Well, maybe I made a mistake. Well, maybe I didn't give a hundred percent like I should have. So do that on the front end, give a hundred percent, communicate the changes that need to be made, do everything you can to change you, not them because they have to want to change themselves. So work on you and most likely they're going to see that and be encouraged and be like, dang, that's awesome. And they're going to want to do it too. But if they're the kind of person who is watching you grow, watching you become your best self, and they're like wanting to bring you down or they're making you feel crappy about becoming better in whatever way that is, then you know it's time to walk away. And you did everything in your power to um, correct what needed to be corrected. You did your part as the teammate and then you can walk away and know that you're ready for the next person and that you're in a good place and that you're your best self. And so you're going to attract the right kind of person inevitably. Yes, exactly. And like a huge thing um, that I did, it was like, I wrote down my man is and filled in the blank. He is strong, independent, entrepreneur, like write down all these things. If you're single, this is a great way to have a list and a tool to be like, this is the kind of man or woman that you want in your life, right? If you're in a relationship and you're writing these things down that you want your man to be, and if you can look down at that list and let's say you wrote 10 things, if your man is maybe only five of these things, that's kind of a bad sign. He should be close to, you know, eight, nine of those things. You want him to be most of those things. 10 out of 10 would be 10 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is of course the goal, you know? And if the things that he's not, if he isn't willing to work on them or if you can't show him this list without him getting pissed off or like upset or hurt or whatever, instead of like having this willingness to change, then this man is like losing you. And that's, that's sad. And you don't deserve that. Or this woman, you know what I mean? Like the context is, is in you, whatever, whether it's a man or a woman. So just figuring that out because you are worthy and you deserve that and know that then sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing that I'll say in regards to that is I actually launched an e-workbook about two weeks ago called Get Ready and Attract Your Future Husband. And that's actually one of the mindset modules that's in there. There's um, eight lessons in there that are journaling and they're like helping an individual figure out who am I? What am I looking for? What are my fears? What are the things getting in the way? So you can break through from all that and begin to attract the right person. So if you're interested in that, you can always go to my website or my Instagram and purchase that for $12.99. It's about the price of a book and it's going to give you eight hours of journaling and reading so that that way you can really dive deep into what you're looking for, who are you, and how how do you become the right person to attract the man that's going to be your, your team, Tim Tam or your Frankie and Janelle or whatever it is. So, um, I love it. This has been so good. So good. Tam, do you have any final thoughts, final closing statements for anyone listening that you want to make sure everyone hears? I just, I I just wanted to thank you first, Janelle, for allowing me to be on this podcast. Podcasts are not as scary as I thought they were. (laughs) And, and just for everyone out there, it's like, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to have, you know, moments where you're at your weakest point. Like we've all been there. Gosh, Janelle and I both have, have been through the ringer and it's like, it's okay. And, and just to live in love and know that you can't live in fear and in love at the same time. It is, it is physically impossible, you know? So you have two choices, two. You only have two choices. There's fear and then there's love. And there's so much abundance and growth and adventure in love. Where in fear, it's just depression and anxiety and it's, 
it's overwhelming and it, it will age you. It will give you some gray hairs and some wrinkles that you don't need. So <laughs> live in love every single day and just keep smiling and keep shining. Love it. Amazing. Thank you, Tam, for being here. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your entire heart and mm. talking so openly about sex. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Everyone who listened today, and we'll talk to you guys next time.